full spoiler warning for The Fugitive. And if you haven't seen it, I would very much suggest absolutely to watch it. You don't and not want it spoiled. Have this spoiled for you from us by us. Yeah, I think uh, this is probably the most don't spoil this movie for me ever. Yeah, like, I didn't you've even, never done a movie this. Usually, when I'm watching three. one of these movies, I'll look up the fun facts during the movie, but I didn't want anything like that spoiled mm-hmm. for me. So I just this didn't. I tense. waited till after. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Spoiler warning. I came home, there was a man in my house. He had an artificial arm. Are you saying that I killed my wife? Are you saying that I crushed her skull and that I shot her? dreams are made of these who am i to disagree he travels the woods hiding from tommy lee his beard's the best you'll ever see all right that was we had to cut it off um (laughs) i just like stopped recording for a second sorry guys we had a mic problem um colin continue show that's called is this i almost went into the muppet show song <laughs> uh it's time to write the music it's time to light the lights never seen it I've seen all four movies but wait all four there's a lot of muppet movies no like the new ones no there's only two new ones muppets most wanted uh-huh and the muppets from 2011 i thought there was a third one wow i just made up an entirely new muppets movie in my mind two new ones you said four yeah, I know, but then I was like, no, it's three, and then apparently it's two. Um, nah. They had huh. that show for a little while that was like 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. Called The Muppets, period. Why is it called that? Do you know why? It's not the word period. They just put a period at the oh, end of The Oh, okay. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Um, Colin, can I ask you a question? I guess. What are you doing? <laughs> what I'm hosting the show, Joe. This is a well, laid-back well, episode. While you're hosting, uh, how about you host me up a cup of coffee and a little chocolate donut with some of those sprinkles on it? Hey. While you're hosting. What a great line. Oh, my word. It's my favorite. Everything Tommy Lee Jones said in this movie was incredible. I say that a lot, actually. And no one ever gets me a coffee. Oh, a well, because you're, you're not their boss. I mean, I don't care. I just want some coffee. Or famous. Donut. Yet. This podcast will make us famous. Sure. <laughs> My name is Colin Moore. Guess what? Uh, everybody, don't look at any kind of... Don't look at the website that you're on right now if you're listening on the website. But everybody, guess what Joe's name is. Why? <laughs> what? It's a fun... Lo- we gotta start interacting with our fan base, Joe. Sure. So everybody hit us up on Twitter. At is this Colin and at GameSlayer03. Uh... What do you think Joe's name is? Sweet guys, thanks. <laughs> uh, catch you later. All right, now now that you've done that, I've assumed you paused the episode first. 
If you haven't, go ahead and pause the episode and go to our Twitter. Me, no. Guess what Joe's name is. I thought you were asking me. I'm like, I didn't pause the episode. It's still recording. Pause. And then come back, and I'll mm. tell you that Joe's name is Joseph Maldonado. Oh, wow. Took a nice sip of water there. Get ready for all of those DMs flooding in at you, Joe. I know, like... <laughs> Some, uh, when I listen to a famous podcast, or uh-huh. like a podcaster, uh-huh. they'll be like, hey, ask this ridiculous question to this podcaster, and then the podcaster will be like, no, don't do that, because I don't want, want too many, like, oh, I don't yeah. get tweeted at, and then I was like, we've got like five, five I listen, people that would actually interact with us. I listen to a podcast network called Saints Pants Radio, and they have a bunch of different shows on there with different hosts, and they're all friends with each other. And so sometimes on each other's podcasts, they'll say, like, ask me this dumb question on Twitter, and then they'll say the Twitter account of one of their friends and not their actual name. (laughs) So, like, if their name is Joel, then they'll say, like, at John, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice, nice, I think that's very funny. It's hilarious. And then that person will just get a flood of random random questions that they have no idea relates to. Joe, what is this show about? You're better at explaining it okay. than I am. I got a little script here. I've I've had this since like twenty first season in like the third episode in. I was like, I'm making I'm making a script. I'm tired yeah. of trying to remember it. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Pop off. The best explanation for the podcast uh-huh. is that we choose a film theory. Bam. The the last theory we did was whether or not some of Keanu Reeves' movies were set in the Matrix. Like John Wick. True. The uh, Matrix. Point Break. Uh, the one where he kicked the dog, also Point Break. Yeah, that's the cool. same movie. Um, Good energy, But right though. now, we're doing what if Han Solo, when he was stuck in Carbonite, uh-huh. had dreams sure. that were Harrison Ford's movies. Like Air Force One. Indiana um, Jones. Indiana Jones, the first one. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Exactly. And today, today, we are doing The Fugitive. Yeah! Woo! Do you know when this movie was released? 1993. I think it was 93? August 8th. Oh, wow. I was guessing the 80s. That's wrong for me. Um, <laughs> now, we're all caught up. Let's talk about the synopsis of The Fugitive, oh. presented by the wickedly talented <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. So, this one, I skimmed through it a little bit. It sounds more like a review than a synopsis, so get Ooh. ready. <laughs> This 1993 box office smash partly adheres to the 1960s TV series on which it it is based and partly goes off on several tangents of its own. Excuse me? What? What are you saying what to? What part the of The tangents of its own? What yeah, does that mean? Yeah, I have mean? no idea what that means. But I think it's kind of cool that it's based on a old TV yes. show. Yes. That was happening apparently a lot around the 90s. I mean, it's still happening a lot. They're reading yeah, yeah. everything. Uh, 21 Jump Street, anybody? Nice. Those um, are the movies. I don't understand how you can make this movie concept or the TV show concept into a TV show. There's only yeah. so many murders. Apparently, guys. the show wasn't that good. Well, what I mean, like you know what you it's do. It's hard to make a good television show. Each season is a different person. It's a different fugitive. I think that's what it was. Oh. Well, I don't know if it was. It was maybe like five. I don't know. Because there's only so long you can have one person running from the police. Sure. Um. Yeah. Like, a detective show makes more sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and this show probably went on for, like, 12 seasons because there were four channels and four TV shows. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's continue with this synopsis, I say in quotation marks. Harrison Ford stars as Dr. Richard Kimball, convicted of murdering his wife. While being transferred to prison by bus, Kimball is involved in a spectacular bus train collision. Oh, my word. (laughs) One of the best of its kind ever filmed. (laughs) 
<laughs> it literally says that in parentheses. <laughs> no. Surviving the disaster, Kimball escapes, vowing to track down the elusive professional criminal whom he holds responsible for the murder. Dogging the fugitive every foot of the way is U.S. Marshal Sam Gerard, yes. an Oscar-winning turn by Tommy Lee Jones. Ooh. He won an Oscar for this? For what? Look Wait, up if he this? won an Oscar for this while I read this Hold more. On, guys. Who I announces know. his intention to search every whorehouse, doghouse, and outhouse to bring Kimball to justice. What a great, what a great. He's so good in oh, this movie. Oh, snap. Okay. He's got three nominees, JFK, uh-huh. Lincoln, and the Valley of Elah. One win, The Fugitive. Best Supporting hey! Actor. Best support- Incredible. Smokes. Oh, wow. Nice. Good for him. All right, where was I? Wow. Unlike his dour TV series counterpart, Barry Morse. Uh, poor old Barry Morse. What? Thrown under the Jones spectacular play- bus. Yeah, Jones plays the role with a sardonic sense of humor. That's, to be honest, it made the movie. Like, his whole... Yeah, inner, yeah. His it whole character. It, it kept and, it light. Yeah. Light and breezy. When a cornered Kimball screams, I didn't kill my wife, Gerard shrugs and famously replies, I don't care. Yeah. Once the premise has been established, scripters Jeb Stewart and David Twohey and, and director Andrew Davis pull off several audacious plot twists, ranging from Kimball's rendezvous with a sympathetic lab techni- technician to a jaw-dropping dive into a huge waterfall. Wait. Okay, yeah. Sure. The second half of the film offers one surprise after another, including the true identity of the murderer, brilliantly avoiding the letdown that plagues many movie adaptations of old TV series. Yeah. And that's the whole synopsis. I mean, good. Yeah. Like, didn't spoil it. It was like, okay, he murdered his wife. Except for the part where they're like, yeah, that bus train crash was <laughs> awesome. Spectacular. Yeah, it was Best wicked. of its kind. Oh, my word. <laughs> Hyping this up, Rotten Tomatoes. The director of this movie is, of course, Andrew Davis, which of I already course. mentioned. Now let's go through and find out what Andrew Davis has directed. He did holes. He did holes. He did holes. Holes. Incredible. Andrew Davis. 2006, he did something called The Guardian. Oh, wait. I don't know what that is. Never mind. No. A dr- uh, an episode of Just Legal. Of course, in 2003, he did holes. <sighs> Collateral damage. Chain Reaction, The Fugitive, The Package, Above the Law, Code of Silence. His first movie was Stony Island in 78. Wow. I haven't seen any of these movies except for Holes. Yep, and The Fugitive now. Yeah, and The Fugitive. I've heard Under Siege is really good. Um, I think that's what Harrison Ford watched and then wanted to be on this movie because wait, of. Wait, Under Siege? I think. 93 for Under Siege, 94. Wow, or 92 for Under Siege, 93 for the Fugitive. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Joe, what, what do you think the budget is of this movie? Okay, um, is it going to be more than 100? Uh, yeah, no, sorry. No? No. no oh, wow, that's cheap. Yeah. Holy smokes. Well, I mean... Uh, 90. <laughs> no. Lower? Mm-hmm. You oh, my word. More, you get one more shot. 70. 44 million. What the mess, guys? <laughs> How did you do that? They shot this movie in 73 days. And it had wow. the, the the fastest post-production turnaround like of any movie, I think. What? What does that mean? It means like they edited it and scored it and everything oh. super fast and got it out by August 8th. Good on and you guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What impressive. do you think this movie grossed? Um 250 million. 368.8 million. That is insane. <laughs> Holy so, smokes. So much money 
for good reason. I mean, it's an well, incredible I mean, yeah, movie. Based on a TV show. Uh-huh. Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. And it's pretty cool already. Julianne Moore is in it? <laughs> sure. She actually ha- uh, originally had a bigger role that they shot where mm-hmm. he, like, falls in love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they cut that. Because he's grieving over his wife the yeah. entire time. And it's been, like, how many days? I think it was, like, a year. That This whole movie up. takes place over a year? I think so. Oh, wow. Because he has to go through the court system and then um, oh. go to prison and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think what they said was it took place over a year. That would make sense, yeah. Plus, um, who knows how long he was on the run for in real time. Yeah. Um, but I don't really understand. So you know how they were in the Rotten Tomatoes? They were like, uh, he's on a pr- bus to go to prison? Yeah. No, he's on a bus to get killed. They're gonna yeah. inject him with lethal poison. Yeah, he's of course on he wants road. to get off the bus spectacularly. Absolutely. Don't act like he's just going to prison. He's going to get killed. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, let's go through these main characters now. Let's go. We got Harrison Ford as Richard Kimball. Such great acting. Yeah, this is like, the best acting smokes. that I've seen from Harrison Ford, especially um, during the interrogation scene, like right after mm-hmm. he found out. Yeah. yeah. He actually does other things than one, like, rough, heroic... Than, like, Indiana Jones or Han Solo. Tommy Lee Jones as Samuel Gerard. Gerard? Yeah. Spectacular. So good. Holy crap. The wickedly talented. Although, anytime he had to yell, you could tell that his voice was straightening. Just because his voice isn't meant to be loud. Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, especially when he comes out of the dam and he starts yelling at everybody. (laughs) His voice starts getting quieter and quieter. I... Joe Pantoliano as Cosmo Renfro. Holy smokes. I forgot he was in this. He's back, baby. Wait, back? He was in The Matrix. Oh, right. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's crazy. Is this our first return actor besides the main actor? Um, we'd have to look at that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. I can't think of any off the top of my head, so. Uh, and then you have Tommy Lee Jones's like, Blackies. You got Daniel Roebuck as Biggs, L. Scott Caldwell as Poole, and Tom Wood as Newman. I couldn't tell you which... Newman was the ponytail. Okay. He was pretty funny. And Poole was the lady. Oh, okay. So then Biggs she was, was good. the mustache guy. Oh, I vaguely remember him. Yeah. They were okay. all good. They... Oh, yeah. I loved them all. Like, why don't we have a show about them guys? Jerome Crabb as Charles Nichols. Who's the <laughs> doctor friend with the weird accent? He plays at the country club. Yeah. Posts a speech. And then Andreas Katsoulis as Frederick Sykes. The one-armed man. The one-armed man, baby. What a great name. Like, yeah. the actor's name is literally so good. Andreas Katsoulis. That's amazing. Or Katsoulis. I don't How know. How tall do you think it. he is? Six. He's he's six? Because <laughs> Harrison Ford's six. He's a little bigger than Harrison Ford. Six. Four? I think he's six four. I'm gonna go six pretty nine. Tall. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> Continue. We're just going to general notes now. Okay. Let's uh, those, go. Those were all the main characters. Unless you want to talk about Julianne Moore, because she has top billing or not top billing, but like high billing. Uh, because a wild surprise. She here. shot all those other scenes. But yeah. Then they cut her. Um. She was good in it for her absolutely. like three scenes. I have a couple notes on her on the good. Um, nice. But yeah. All right. You General go first. notes. I got two. How many okay. you got? Three or four. You got Three, four? Four. How, how, choose a number, dude. Four. You got four? Okay. Yes. You go first. I'll go. We want you, want you. Okay. 
the opening titles are ridiculous. They're so big. <laughs> I had I put in uh, my AirPods and I connected to them TV mm-hmm. and I turned them like almost all the way up and then my eardrums just exploded. It's so loud. It's so loud. It's, it's like so four. <laughs> this movie gets really loud and then really quiet. I kept like touching the remote the entire time. I was like, this is not a pleasant yeah, experience. Yeah, I was turning the volume up and down Ooh, a lot. I bet this movie will be great in a theater. Oh, probably. This movie would be wild. So but, fun. I mean, it earned 368 yeah. You know, million? sometimes I'm just like, I wish I was alive and could like go to the theater when this was around. Like Star Wars. Yeah. Like be opening night. I think that's the only thing I would do with a time machine is just go back to like a Star Wars or oh. Indiana Jones. I'd be like, bro, I want to meet Albert Einstein. And then I'd nah. steal a DeLorean. <laughs> I love DeLoreans, guys. I know they're awful cars, but Back to the Future? Like, come on. Go back for Back to the Future. I'd see if dinosaurs, how cool that I would ride a T-Rex. It's going to eat you, Joe. Nah, they got tiny arms. I'm going to armor it. <laughs> Holy smoke. I want to see in the next Jurassic Park movie. They're so wild now. In the next Jurassic World movie, I want Chris Pratt to arm wrestle a T-Rex. Yes. Let's go. All right. What's your first note? Everything TLJ, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to say the full name every time, so sometimes I'll just call him TLJ. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Um, it's just incredible. Yeah. He's got, like, the biggest clothes, like, everything. His so good. Velcro everywhere. Um, but in one scene, he wears what looks like Mr. Rogers' uh, sweat, red sweater yeah. and blue shirt. I'm like, that's kind of... That's kind of corny. Um, it's so funny. I loved the scene where um, they're, they first are interviewing the doctor friend. Yeah. And then the doctor friend is just like, yeah, I saw him earlier today. And then they just, they both go, <laughs> what? <laughs> they just laugh. They're like, oh my gosh, really? Lee Jones is like about to give up. Then he like flips around. Yeah, they're just like, like yo, dude, really? That's, that's awesome. That's wild. Harrison... His beard is glorious. Is that a real beard? Yes. Oh, my word. Yeah, you can tell it's a real beard. That's dedication right there, man. So they actually shot all those scenes first Mm -hmm. and then shaved it and did the rest of the movie. This movie seems like it would be impossible to replicate. And this is the only time I've seen Harrison with a beard besides Call of the Wild. Um, I can't... Let me think. Yeah. Not an Andy, a, a little an an Andy, but not very much. He likes some stubble. Yeah, he's really gone stubble or clean shaven most yeah. of his career. Uh, Blade Runner, right? Did no. he have that in twenty forty nine? I don't think so. But I don't think I don't so either. Remember. All right, that's interesting. What's your next note for general? Um, it's funny how occasionally uh, Harrison Ford will just save somebody's life. Yeah. It's like, hey, police, he's not the murderer. He's going to save this kid. That's what kind of felt like a 60s TV show. Yeah. It's like it's like every episode, it's like uh, MacGyver, how he would just roll oh, up into yeah. a town and like help somebody mm-hmm. who has a gang dispute or yeah. something like that and then roll on out. <laughs> just like, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure somebody doesn't die today. That's my one good deed. This is a very weird movie. Just is it? Like, yeah. Cause, oh, wow. Like that scene where they all... Uh, Tommy Lee and his little buddies, they all get into different costumes and start walking up to the house. That's so great, And then though. you think Harris... Oh, no, no. I'm mixing up two scenes. Yes, that scene are. is weird, but the scene I'm thinking of is when Harrison's in the basement mm-hmm. of that lady's house, and then the police show up, and they're just like, uh, this lady's son... Is a drug dealer. Is a drug dealer to 12-year-olds. What, what <laughs> a good twist. Holy smokes. I didn't remember it's that so twist. so random. <laughs> 
I forgot they did. Like I watched this maybe two years ago for the first time, uh-huh. and then it happened again. And like whenever I was rewatching, I was like, "Oh no, they're getting him." I don't remember what happens though. Yeah. And then I'm like, "Holy smokes!" And Harrison Ford's just like clutching his heart, like I almost died. Yeah. <sighs> and finally, my last journal note is that Harrison Ford looked 30 years old until he did Ender's Game, and then he looked like he's the oldest man alive. Yeah, he he definitely looks younger in, like, Raiders, but then he kind of just entered a period in which he just looked the same. Haircut was the same. Yeah. Facial expression. He wasn't very grumpy. He looked exactly the same yeah. until the turning port point I could think of is Ender's Game. Indiana Jones is before that. Oh, right. He looks, so, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. That's 2008? Definitely. Yeah. That's definitely That's when it. he hit. The 2000s hit him, and he was just like, technology, no thank you. You have 30-year-old... Han Solo, mm-hmm. or Harrison Ford as Han Solo, Indiana yeah. Jones, Richard Kimball, and then 97-year-old <laughs> Never Harrison gonna Ford. die, but also will die any second. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Ender. uh, Ender's Game, Her- Force Awakens, yeah. Call of the yeah. Wild. Yeah, Good Call stuff. of the Wild. That's gonna be definitely on his, like, most memorable movies, Call of the Wild. I didn't say they were memorable, I said that's what he looks like. He was also Jack Ryan. When he was 30-ish. Oh, yeah, good for him. That actually is, like, the bridging point, because you can definitely see him getting older in those. I those seen are, like, those. the ni- late 90s. All right, um, let's move on to the good notes. Let's do it. All right, how many you got? Uh, I already mentioned that it's the best acting five. I've ever seen okay. from mm-hmm. Harrison. So then I have four, I think. Okay, I have five. I'll go first. All right. Um, When Harrison Ford is searching for the man who killed his wife and he goes to the prosthetics building, that's a really cool scene. It's mm-hmm. Like him, he, he's being a detective. He's like looking all this stuff up. He's I appreciated how like clever he is in this movie. Yeah, um, we have a quote about that, or I do later. Ooh. Yeah, uh, there are some great stunts in this. Specifically, yeah. I wrote that when the train bus crash happened. That spectacular, yeah, train, the, the best, best of its kind, oh, or whatever. <laughs> Hyping it up, RT. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the audio hack they do is hilarious. Yeah. Because one, it is insanely clever, but two, it's hilariously dated. It's so <laughs> it's dumb. Like, rewind the tapes. Enhance. <laughs> uh, Joe Pantoliano's sweater at the beginning, like when you first see him, he's wearing this blue sweater. Oh, yeah. I really yeah, yeah. appreciated it. I, um, actually don't, I, I've never seen him with hair. He looks so <laughs> weird in this. Well, in Bad Boys, he's kind of got it, but he's got, like, that spiky hair. Yeah. This one, he's got, like, actual normal hair. Uh-huh. And I don't like it. I think he's cooler <laughs> with spiky hair. And a grumpy old captain. I don't know what his last name is in Bad Boys. Um, the scene in which the police stormed the... The car... No, wait. We already said that. Never mind. Okay. The apartment fake out. Oh, yeah. The chemistry between Tommy Lee and his weird group of detectives is so good. I wonder I how they got those people. I don't know. Like, because I, besides Joe, and maybe the mustache guy, I haven't really seen the other two mm-hmm. at all. Besides this movie, I haven't seen any of them. Like Joe Pantoliano's like popped up in three things I've seen. Yeah, but it. Wait, was he in um? What's that show, The Sopranos? I don't. I haven't seen it. I think he was. So in I that. don't know. I think that was what he was in popular. In. I don't know. Um, Julianne Moore is such a good doctor. Yeah. She's, like, so chaotic, yet under control. She can yell at Harrison Ford. And he's like, what, me? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then she saved the kid, or he saved the kid, and she was like, oh, my word. Harrison looks great with black hair. When does he have black hair? He dyes it at one point. I 
miss that part. I think it's after he gets the in the basement. Mm-hmm. He dies it. Oh. oh no 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 no! I believe it is after he shaves. It's when he shaves and then dyes his hair black. Oh, that's why it was darker. Yeah. And like, okay, when he combed it back and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It was a little darker then. Yep. How did he do that? Do you know? Do you remember? How did he what? Dye his hair. With hair dye. You saw he had like this weird little thing in his hand. Oh. And he had gloves um, on. The parade scene. What a good chase. Yeah. Like, it's so intense, but so good. And I think one of the recent Bonds actually had a scene based on this one. Oh, that's cool. It was uh, set during the Day of the Dead. Skyfall? Uh, or... Spectre. Spectre. The one with the skull oh. man. Yeah. Day of the Dead is way cooler than St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> like, True. You got <laughs> any more good notes? No. I don't either. So let's move on to what we thought was bad. Ooh. How many you got? Two. I got one. I just think the blood effects are bad. Yeah. It was a night. Oh, wait. Yeah. The uh, practical or the CGI? I didn't notice the CGI. Uh, but I meant the practical. Mm-hmm. It just looks like they put, like, red dye. Yeah. Which is what they did. Yeah. Like, they didn't kill a lamb for the. And you can did obviously... Did they do that? Did they kill animals for movie blood? Uh... It would stink up the place. No, I think it's all chemicals. That's what I think, too. Um, I could understand how this could feel a little slow, but I think yeah. that's part of its charm. It's just yeah. a slow murder mystery journey. You're on it. You're on for the ride. Go enjoy it. Uh, and some of the action scene editing, like some of the fights. Yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> the the subway fight. Yeah, <laughs> definitely so, that one. He's like, Richard and the guy, one of our men, spins around. Yeah. Very funny. Do you have any ugly notes? I have one ugly note. I have zero. It's when Richard, it's, I have written here, Richard's damn dive. Because hmm. that it looks pretty, look... <laughs> pretty wonky. I think, do you think it was a prop? Like a prop? Oh yeah, doll? they probably just threw a mannequin off of the dam or something like that. I wonder if it was an actual person. I doubt it, because like the guy said, it's a big fall to live through. I don't, but like, <laughs> this was the ni- the 90s. We Who were knows? still jumping off buildings. Joe, what's your favorite scene after you take a sip of water? Hold on, hold on. He muted his mic, so now I have full range of the podcast. He's drinking his right. water. Okay. Whenever Tommy Lee Jones... Hold on, let me... Whenever Tommy Lee Jones takes over the investigation... He's just yeah. acting so... He's, like, quippy, and all of his lines are like, and, like, his party's just fanning out. He's like, oh, we're always surprised when we have a pair of leg chains with no yeah. legs in them. My favorite scene is the house invasion scene, which we've already talked about. <laughs> the, he, Tommy Lee and uh, the other guy are walking up, acting drunk. Yeah, they at, like, midday. Some house cleaners. They got... I don't even remember what else. Mm-hmm. I like when he pulls out the shotgun out of his back, and then the guy flips down the U.S. Marshal. Yeah, side. that was really like, cool. What guys? They just start like, sh- uh, yeah, pushing down Please. the U.S. Marshal thing. Do people actually have that much Velcro on them? Like flip out signs and guns and badges. I think yeah, for, they would make those specifically so you could show that you're a U.S. Marshal. That's cool. That's very smart. Yeah, not a lot of movies show that. One for legal reasons. And two, so you don't shoot your friends. <laughs> there we go. Not everything's a video game with uh, no friendly fire turned on or whatever. Or respawns. That too, yeah. Um. Alright, how many quotes you got? I got one, two, three, four, five. I have three. Okay, I'll do... Was it like two? I'll do, I'll do as many as I need. Um, <laughs> Just go for it. I already it. said the thing me up a cup of coffee with the chocolate donut and some of those little sprinkles. That one's <laughs> great. Sure. Love it. Um... It's it's a pretty long line. 
Yeah. And I always like when I can remember a long movie line because I'm like, that's a good line. Yeah. That's how you know they made a good quote. Definitely. You go. Now, uh, there's a scene where Harrison, when he first goes to the hospital, mm-hmm. and he's got like, um, he walks out and the guard that he had tried to save the life of earlier yeah. gets pulled out of the ambulance. Yeah. And so he tells the paramedic that he's got some kind of puncture in his yeah, epidermic like, area yeah. or something like that. And then the the what did I, what word did I just say? Puncture? No, the guy. The the police officer. Paramedic. Paramedic. And then the paramedic very loudly says, "How the hell could he tell that just by looking at his face?" <laughs> Oh, oh wow, that's so smart. Yeah. Holy smokes. He's just like, what, how could he do that? Yeah. I just thought that was a really dumb line, but I really liked it. I think it was like a good observation. I think that's like a real, that's what a real person would say. Yeah. He'd be like, what are they, what's he talking about? But the way, uh, he just not, a, he didn't deliver it very well. Yeah, because he was, was like walking off the set. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have mics that far. Um, it was really funny. I like when he covers up the <laughs> sheriff's face. With the mask, so he doesn't say his name. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I like when Joe Pan and Leon was like, vascular surgeon, what is that? And then Poole (laughs) replies, somebody who makes a lot more money than you do. (laughs) Roasted. I like when Gerard looks at the sewer grate, and he's like, we got a gopher. (laughs) Wait. When they uh, catch him in the tunnel, Uh and then he he dives into the the sewers, Mm -hmm. and he just looks at it, he's like, we gotta go for they do I mean just going in and out um jo- uh Joey Pan Joey Pan Joe Pantoliano why not I don't know why it's Joey, Joey from Friends Joey from Friends Pantoli from Piano that's what it him Joe Joe said when I die I want to come back just like you to Tommy Lee Jones and he's like what happy and handsome yeah like let's go Tommy Lee Jones you love it and then I have the line I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> and then I got two more. One of them's an adult quote. That one's gonna go last, obviously. Okay. Um, what's the guy's name? Richard? Not Richard. Uh, who's the speaker? Oh, Charles. Charles. Yeah. When he's like, Richard is innocent, and you won't find him. He's too smart. And he finds just like, him all the time. <laughs> what? He Gerard found him like three times. Oh, I know. Movie. It was just like, such a hilarious line. And yeah. then like everyone's like, you think I'm not smart? It's pretty good. And then my final adult quote. <laughs> he's talking to Noah or Newman on the phone. And he's like, hey, Newman, don't let him, let him give you any <laughs> shit about that ponytail either. <laughs> it's so funny. He just keeps uh, roasting his little friends. A little ponytail. He's like, I don't bargain. That's a good line. Yeah. I should have wrote that one now. I don't bargain. <laughs> now, it is time for... Fun fact or heart attack! Okay, let's go. Joe. Yes. Time for the million dollar question, but you will not get a million dollars. Oh. I got really excited. I was like, holy smokes, I'm going to win so much money tonight. If you... Hold on. It depends on what you choose, because if you end up dying, then I get life insurance, and that's a million dollars. What? Okay. So, would you like to hear a fun fact or have a heart attack? I know a little bit about this movie already. Keeping in mind that I would love for you to have a heart attack so I can get a million dollars. 
keeping in mind, do you think they made a book about this movie? Come on, come on, baby. Okay, fine. I want to. I just want to hear the fun fact. Dang it! Okay, two more chances. Let's go. <laughs> the wrecked train and bus remain a tourist attraction in Dillsboro, North Carolina. Holy smokes! We're going to Dillsboro, <laughs> North Carolina tomorrow. Yeah. Take. Anything off your calendar, guys. Whenever this episode comes out, we're all going to go to Dillsboro, California. Heck yeah. Now, Wait, Joe, what, what do you do there? I don't it's know. It's like, wow, look at a bus. You just go look at it. It's a tourist attraction. I want to go in the bus. I don't think they want to. I want to, like, you. stab my family members that I don't like. It's That's <laughs> a very Knives Out situation. Okay. You just be like, oh, that's... Hold on, which family members do you not like? I mean, I'm not going to say them on camp, like, not on camp, on record, because I don't want them to... No. Oh. Like, I'm not going to out-out my family members. Yeah. They don't need to know. You don't want to out like that. No. Oh, my word. You have to believe <laughs> that. Come on. He's not famous yet. Oh, I'm sorry. He's too young for this. Uh. Yeah. Bleep that out. I will. Bleep out. I, I will. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, guys. Your ears are probably dying. <laughs> That's just one long beep. <laughs> I'll probably just cut that part out, to be honest. Probably, yeah. Now, Joe, would you like to have a fun fact or hear a heart attack i want to have a fun fact dang it all right i got one more chance to get a million dollars that's so weird for me i want to have a fun fact yeah (laughs) why that's yeah uh the scene oh wait hold on Ooh. so i tried to um like rank these in mo like most interesting Sure, sure i don't know for these next two which one is more interesting Hmm. I don't care. Right. They're both going to be good. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with this one. Harrison Ford damaged some ligaments in his leg during the filming of the scenes in the woods. He refused to take surgery until the end of filming so that his character would keep the limp. You can see the limp in any subsequent scene where Richard is running. Harrison Ford, you are a legend. Absolutely. So but good. But also, like, I definitely think he was like, nah, I don't need that. I'm good. I don't. I think half of it was... I want to be this character. Half of it was like, nah, I don't need whatever this medicine is. I'm cool. I got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting good. older, maybe. Yeah. Who knows where I'm at? How old was he when he made this? Do you know? He was 1,993 okay. years old. Sure. <laughs> okay. Now, before you even ask me, I just okay. want to hear the fun fact. You you were hyping both of them. Gosh, up. Dang I need it. to know which one it is. Uh, I should have said the last one was bad, so I could get a million dollars. I don't know where this million dollars came from. Fine. It's because it's a million dollar question. It's got to come from somewhere. Now, the scene in which the Chicago police interrogate Richard was improvised. Harrison had no idea what questions he would be asked. That's so smart. It's so good. Movies are so smart sometimes. (laughs) We love movies. Like, I think I've been making behind. Honestly, I'm going to say it. I love movies. Joe, do you have anything to say? I love a lot of movies. I love all movies equally, including Cats. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending and The Irishman on the same level. Yep. Cats yep. and Avengers Endgame, just yes. right there. Frozen 2 and Parasite, yes. the same. You love them the same. Holy smokes, I can't believe I'm doing this podcast with you. Psycho and, and No World. <laughs> and No World are Frozen 2 and Parasite equally valuable. I love them valuable. all. They are like my children. Got a lot of kids, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> so many birthdays. I can Holy tell crap. you're a family man. Uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. No, it's just called like Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Cause yeah, we had to change franchise. The name. No, the first title was better. The yeah. first title was the Spirit of the Film. Come on, 
So yeah, those were my fun facts, and I'm sad right. that I didn't get a million dollars, but at least I got to see my little fun facts. I just realized something. What? We don't have a coin. Gosh dang it! <laughs> oh, I oh. actually have coins! Oh, snap. Yeah! What a clutch. What a clutch. I actually have coins this time. Alright, you're better at flipping coins. Okay. Would you prefer a quarter? No. This is fine. A nickel. I have a quarter, though. I don't care. Do you? Are you sure? Do you no, want? No. No one plays arcade games anymore. I don't need a Aww. quarter. Okay. So if it's hail, hails, hails, <laughs> good. Yes. Uh, if it's tails, then I debate that it is Han Solo's dream, and if it is heads, then you debate that it is Han Solo's dream. I don't know why you're telling me that. I forget it as you're saying it. Okay. I, all I know is I have tails. One hundred percent of my concentration. I was making this coin flip as cinematic as possible guys but it's an audio medium it doesn't matter they can feel it through the audio oh i lost it it's dark in here did you did you feel that listeners oh, snap. did you feel the cinematic okay, I'm going sense. down under the desk is it hail- it's heads it's heads. so you're <laughs> dang it it's heads so you're debating that it is han solo's that's dream. good because apparently i somehow didn't write three isn't a dream i don't uh, know how i did all right this rough. is a dream, uh, okay. because Harrison Ford eludes capture by the authorities, much like Han Solo does against the Empire. Absolutely. It is not Han Solo's dream while he was in Carbonite, because uh, his wife does not look like Leia Organa. Okay, counterpoint. Because uh-huh. Leia and Julianne Moore are both strong leaders who help out those who cannot help themselves, It's like very they're very similar characters, and it would make sense that Han Solo sure. is dreaming about it. Um, Han has never had a beard, so it would be weird to dream of having one. Yeah, that was one of my notes. Like, yeah, because I do. I've never had a beard, and I've never dreamt of having a beard. Okay, um, <laughs> because Harrison Ford's main Harrison Ford's main opponent is the one-armed man. He is a very similar. He has a very similar opponent to Darth Vader. They're both very <laughs> tall, and they don't have parts of their bodies, and they're just like replaced by robot, right. robotic parts. Um, it is not Han Solo's dream because Han Solo knows nothing about being a doctor. Untrue. What do you mean untrue? Didn't he like heal Chewie in most movies or one of the movies? <laughs> no. Don't they like bandage the, up somebody? They, I think like Finn bandages no. up Chewbacca. Huh. But that's just putting a bandage on somebody. That's not it's being a doctor. Doing anything. It's being a doctor. Um, yeah, I don't think this is a dream. Really? Because I think it is. You think it is? Yeah. That's Because weird. let me read you what um, I wrote down that yeah, it he's is. He's got a beard on. This is. Han Solo's never had he a shaved beard. It, though. No, but he's never had a beard. Think about this. So weird. This is exactly the kind of stressful, action packed fever dream of a man trapped in suspended animation. This is totally a dream. Holy smokes. <laughs> that is so... And, Absolutely. Uh, his job is committing a crime, so it makes sense that he would dream about being on the run. Yeah. Which is basically what you said. Yeah, I think this is definitely a dream. Holy smokes. That suspended animation or whatever you're talking about, Yeah. that makes total sense. Um, besides the beard thing, I think this is totally a dream. Yeah. I think that... So, canonically... Canonically, in this... Canon. The Fugitive is one of Han Solo's dreams. How many oh, we got? We got Raiders of the Lost Ark and Blade Runner and The Fugitive, and that's it. Wait, it went half and half? Yeah. That's wild. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens didn't make it. Ender's Game didn't make it. Air Force One didn't make it. Ooh. I'm standing up because my Apple Watch said to stand up for a minute. So I need <laughs> a stand gold ring or something. I don't know. All right. It's cool. I'm doing a standing podcast now. Now, 
it is time for to end the show. For to end the show. Wow. Yeah. What a for segment. to end the show. All right. Um. Let's see. Let's let's link our socials real quick. Let's we, do it. On Twitter, you can find us at is this pod. True. And you can find me at Game Slayer zero three. Good job. You can find me at is this Colin. Not it's not associated with the podcast. Yeah, I just wanted to say the zero is a zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a no. It's a zero. You can also find us at the same places on Letterboxd, except Ooh. for is this pod. What is Letterbox? We should do an is this pod, or is this dot 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 question mark Letterbox profile. I'll let you handle that. We'll Never have that mind, next season. That's, if we I don't need to do that. It. I don't need that uh, dedication. By the way, it. this is the last episode of the season. Oh, besides, good to the point out. That. Next episode will be the recap episode. You love it. You love it. You love. So we'll recap. go back over our the, the movies we watch. We'll rank the Harrison Ford characters. Give our final notes on the whole season. Yeah. Then we'll be back for a new season, which we will announce next week. Ooh. Yeah, I'm so excited. I don't even remember what it is because we've do. been naming so many seasons. Um. Uh, oh wait, shoot. No, I do remember. Ooh, the next season's gonna be. <laughs> Support us on Patreon. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash phoenixstudiospod. Yes. Um, we didn't say what Letterbox is, by the way. Oh, yeah. You go ahead. Okay, Letterbox is basically... There are a bunch of films in the universe, obviously. So let's say you just watched The Fugitive. You can actually review it, put that review online, uh-huh. and then, but you can also log it, which means it'll have the exact day you watch The Fugitive. If you rewatch it, you can also select that and just stuff like that. And you can just build up an entire library of films you've seen, reviews you've written. It's really smart. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. If you have friends who like movies and you like movies, get a little cl- like group together. It's very cool. Yeah. No. And it, the reason it's called Letterbox is because when you watch oh, yeah. a black and white movie, you'll see it's a square. Uh-huh. Those black lines are letterboxes. Cool. So I have one more question to ask you, Joe. What do you think happens to Richard Kimball after the end of this movie? I was going to ask you that. Does he go to jail? I think... Does he get killed? I don't think so. No, he definitely doesn't get killed anymore. He's solved the murder. Yeah, so he he's not convicted of murder anymore. Um, he doesn't get to be a doctor ever again. Probably not. He did solve the drug murder. I think he becomes a part of... Uh, TLJ's police force. No, he doesn't. You don't think I think he, he still them? goes to uh, jail for a while, though. That's true. he did break a lot of laws. Yeah. Like breaking and entering mm-hmm. and falsifying identification. I think he just continues on and he gets a job as like a construction worker or something like that. Just sure. blue collar. Yeah. Works at like, I don't know what the 1994 or 3 equivalent to a tech shop is. Yeah. Just like a, a Maybe he job. goes back to a hospital as a janitor and keeps messing with doctor's reports. I think that definitely could happen, and that's definitely a way cooler sequel. This movie had a sequel, by the way. Did you know that? Really? It's called U.S. Marshals. It stars Tommy Lee Jones and Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is the fugitive. Tommy Lee Jones has to hunt him. Is it I've good? heard it is bad. Oh. Which is disappointing, because that is, like, an incredible setup. For what the did you say it was called? U.S. Marshals? U.S. Marshals. Because as in U.S. Marshals Sham Gerard. That's not what he sounded like. Gerard. I don't know how to say it. It happened five years after this movie. Was that 98? Right. Ooh, 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Let's so see if sad. they brought back his little group as well. I think Whoa! they brought back two or three people. Robert Downey Jr. is in I it. I forgot that. He was in it, too. They got, That's who the guy was missing. They got the Pantaleon. Yeah, they got his little group back Ooh, as well. What a... Man, I might try to watch this movie. Try it, yeah. Tell me if it's good. It's I don't want to. Two hours and eleven minutes, which is one minute more than the Fugitive. 
Fugitive's like two hours and twelve minutes, right? Nah, two hours ten. Oh wow, I forgot. This movie's pretty pretty fast. Pretty fast. Two pretty hours and ten minutes is not bro that fast. Ford v Ferrari is two hours and forty minutes. Like Mission Impossible th- six was. You like only two can hours say a movie is fast when it's ninety minutes long. Yeah, hour forty. Ninety minutes would be hour thirty. No, I know. Half. Would you give a, uh, an hour forty? Sure. Yeah, John Wick's a fast movie, and that's. You know what the Breakfast Club is? The Breakfast Club is like an hour and thirty minutes, and it is a pretty good movie. I was like, I started nice. it, and I was like, "What's this runtime?" And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, guys, standing up and doing a podcast is so enjoyable. <laughs> I understand why people do stand-up comedy. I'm so energized right now. Oh yeah, I didn't read the tagline earlier, so I'll oh, read do right that. Now. I think it's a good tagline. A murdered wife, a one-armed man, an obsessed detective. The chase begins. Oh snap! I'm and so with excited. that, we leave you. Let's go. Thank you, and good night.